So I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I know I'm called to do this. And I agree with uh, my wife that there's still more to come. So even though I'm doing what God called me to do, there's so much more of it that he's called me. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hella Relatable, where we get relatable and vulnerable with one another. And y'all know what we do on this show. We get vulnerable so we can grow. And we grow so we can what? Thrive. Because we're here to what? Thrive. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? Y'all are here every single week to learn, to reflect, and to grow and to just work on yourselves. And I love that for y'all. And I love it for me too, because I'm in this with y'all. So thank you everyone for coming every single week to just expand. I love it. I love it. I love y'all. I love me. You ought to love yourselves because you're great. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm not going to waste any more time, but I just want to say that this episode is very special. I mean, a lot of my episodes are very special, not because I make them, but because we talk about great things. We talk about great ideas. But this week, we're talking about stepping into our purpose, and we're talking about walking into our purpose. But I am joined by two special guests, and honestly, my favorite guest. No offense to my other guests, but they are my parents, so they they take the crown. But (laughs) I am just really excited to be joined by my two guests on this show in particular because those two guests are my parents. And behind the scenes, they drop gems to me all the time. And so I'm really excited that they are on my platform to drop gems to all of you because they have so many great things to say and, and such wise things to say and always been great people in my life. So I'm glad that you guys get to see that and get a little taste of my parents because they're awesome people. But I love them. And without further ado, I'm not going to talk too much because I want y'all to see and listen to the gems for yourself. So with that being said, we're going to get into this episode. I'm really, really excited to introduce my two guests because they're my two favorite people in the world. And I know y'all been waiting to hear from them and see them. Well, you won't see them because it's a podcast, but you'll listen to their beautiful voices. They are very awesome people. They're pastor of a church, an evangelist, a doctor, um, the first man. He runs the church. He's the man of the household. And he's also known as my father, which is Pastor Frank Jones. And also, I am, he is joined by his lovely wife, who is an evangelist, a doctor, and she is the mother of me and my four other siblings. And that is my beautiful mother, Tawana Jones. So say hello, introduce yourselves. Hello, I am um, evangelist Dr. Tawana Jones. Glad to be here and excited. Hello, my name is Pastor Frank Jones, and I also am glad to be here. I thank God for the opportunity for my uh, daughter uh, interviewing us, so this is awesome. Thank you for being on my show. I'm so glad that y'all are on my show. Well, thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Great to be here. So 
The episode, like we have gone over before, is called I'm Hella Walking Into My Purpose, which is talking about, like, stepping into your calling and, you know, staying true into your purpose. And Mm -hmm. I personally believe that's not just because I have a bias because you're my parents, but because you truly embody what it means to walk into your purpose. And I thought y'all would be great to talk about it. So I have so many questions for y'all to answer so we can get into the episode. Are y'all ready? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. First question is, what does it mean to you to, like, walk in your purpose? Uh, To walk in my calling or purpose, I would, uh, first of all, definitely say that it's based upon what I believe God has called me to do. So uh, walking into purpose and to step into what you believe you're called to do, I sense that direction from God. And so I thank God for uh, calling me into doing what I do. I think walking into your calling or your purpose, um, a lot of it is already in you. Um, I remember one preacher talking about a child, you know, you see a little baby and say a baby girl, for instance, everything in for that baby girl to have create a baby is already in her, but it hasn't matured yet. So when you're walking into your purpose, you're, you have everything you need. You just haven't matured that, that thing that gets you into the purpose. Mm-hmm. It's already in you. Yeah. Do you feel that you stepped into your own calling or your own purpose? And if so, how do you know that? Or if not, what steps are you taking to get there? Um, I feel that. I'm in my purpose. I and I still feel that I'm not in the fullness of it yet. Um I just see other things and more things beyond what I where I am right now. Um but I believe I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um I don't know what that full Well, I feel like I'll know that fullness when I get there, but I feel like there's still more for me to do. Put it that way. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly with that. <clears throat> uh, just to add I, I know for a certainty that I am walking in what God called me to do, and that's pastoring. Um, I remember reading a Sunday school lesson, and to make a long story short, I was reading a verse where it says, uh, I was studying for a Sunday school lesson and preparing to teach, <clears throat> and I read this verse, it says, and ye shall see your, your calling. And well, and prior to reading that verse, I had a, a vision. You know, I, I saw myself, uh, preaching behind a pulpit and I was just envisioning what it would be like and then that's when I read that verse the very next thing that happened was I read that verse and it says and ye shall see your calling and to a lot of people that may mean different things but it hit me like a ton of bricks because God knows how to speak directly to you and I know that he was speaking directly to me so I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing I know I'm called to do this and I agree with uh, my wife that there's still more to come. So even though I'm doing what God called me to do, there's so much more of it that he's calling. So to speak on like what you guys were just saying about like direction and things being directly to you, how do you know when something is directly for you and when something is indirectly for you, if that makes sense? Like how do you know when God is speaking to everybody and how do you know when God is speaking to you or how do you know when something is specifically for you? I know that... When I received my calling into evangelism, um, I was also studying and I never thought about being a preacher or 
like, well, I taught like in Sunday school and did that kind of thing, but I never thought about being a preacher or teaching. So, you know, being behind a pulpit, but I know that God, um, gave me a scripture and I was in second Timothy about, um, you will preach the word in season and out of season. And I was like, wait, what is this? <laughs> and it was like, it illuminated off the page and it just spoke to me. It just resonated with me. So then I shared it with my husband and I said, I think I'm being called to preach. And then I shared it with my pastor at the time. And he, and he said, I see that I already seen that. And I was like, wow. I said, well, what do we do next? You know, mm -hmm. and then, you know, they set up for the, uh, what they call a trial sermon and the licensing and everything. And I'm like looking at the license now, but <laughs> so, they, so they, um, you know, set all that up and, um, and although at first I was very afraid, but there's a, there's like a mixed um, uncomfortability with it, but also an assurance that you're doing the right thing. It's just like in you, yeah. Uh, to tag on to that, I would say, um, how do you know whether it's a general call to everybody or specifically mm -hmm. to you? It's just like uh, falling in love. People ask, well, how do you know when you're in love? Well, you know when you know. I mean, it's something that just mm -hmm. hits you and you know that you know that you're in love. And that's how I felt about my wife. Aww, but, so uh, now. Related, to, <laughs> related to the calling, when God speaks to you personally, you will know. Because he created us individually and he knows how to speak to each one of us exactly. individually mm -hmm. in a way that we understand. So when he speaks to us and wants us to do something, we'll know it's him. Yes, exactly. These I are facts. wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. I agree. I like that you use that analogy too. That's like, it's like when you fall in love because that puts things a lot into perspective because a lot of people say that when they fall in love or when they're finding love, they mm -hmm. just, they just know, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like a feeling you can't really describe. You just kind of mm -hmm. feel it and mm -hmm. it just, everything comes naturally and everything falls into place for mm -hmm. two people to be together, be united in a way that they're supposed to. Like you two. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I like that you said that it's, like you said, it's a feeling because that kind of just ties back into the idea that we need to like tap into like our feelings mm -hmm. in our spirituality, especially, you know, and us being, you know, like believers in God, like we really have to check in with God to know that and mm -hmm. to like, understand that within ourselves it's something higher than us as people exactly for exactly. sure yes. exactly and having um a prayer life like i wasn't really asking for my purpose or whatever you like i was just like grateful for what he's allowed me to do but i can say that um when god like kind of sat me down and had me home with my children i had never been home with like home before like I've always worked since I started working and to when he arranged that <laughs> for me to be home with my kids it's like okay I just have to accept this and that all happened um like I'm not sure too much but I was in a car accident got rear-ended and then my job um I couldn't do my perform my job anymore and I had you Tabitha and um Talitha wasn't here yet and so 
um, I was applying for different jobs and trying to get different, but he closed all the doors and I was like qualified more than qualified could do it. He just closed all the doors. And then, then that's when I just kind of like surrendered, like, mm -hmm. okay, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And so he prepared me to, to be like a mother to my children. And then people at work would say different things, you know, to me, you, you know, it doesn't come with a manual, be the best mother you can. And so that began to be my prayer, like help me to be the best mother I can to each of my children as I got each child. <laughs> so they didn't come automatically. But, and then, then I think when you surrender to God, even if you're not directly asking for your purpose, he will show you what it is he'd have you to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was watching this, um, Oh, not watching, listening to this podcast, uh, a Jay Shetty podcast, mm -hmm. and Lauren London was on there. But she was saying some similar things to like what you were saying about surrendering, and she was saying that like there's so much power in surrendering to like yeah. what God mm -hmm. has for you. Mm -hmm. And she said in life, like especially when things don't go the way how you plan. And she was speaking specifically yeah. to like her experience with like grieving after like the loss of Nipsey Hussle. Oh, and mm -hmm. so she was saying like, when things don't go as planned, you have to learn how to like flow with the river and not fight with the rocks. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was really powerful, mm -hmm. you know? So, and I think there's, I think sometimes like in life, God puts things in your life on purpose so that you have no choice but to surrender. Cause sometimes we can be so stubborn and like yep. want to do what we want to do and like yep. just get so caught up like, well, this is what I want to do and like this is a part of my plan. But sometimes he just like, cause he got all day, he got all the right. time in the world mm -hmm. to do whatever and he'll throw everything and anything at you for as long as he wants to, and then you then you have to eventually be like, all right, I'm surrendering to you and I'm gonna do what you call me to do because what we plan like mm -hmm. if i had if my at least like right now in life like if my life were how i wanted it to be i wouldn't be fulfilled how i am right now mm -hmm. yeah. I, yeah. yeah and so, i can say you know even after that surrender um things just fell into play i was concerned like well my kids have clothes and um like well when you were a baby i nursed you for like six months and but then after, you know, you got food and clothes and stuff. But then when I was pregnant with Talitha, she wouldn't nurse. And so we had to buy this expensive formula and all that. Mm -hmm. But God provided. He gave provision. I mean, mm -hmm. and sustained, you know, sustained us through those years. Yes, and I didn't see any of that coming. And, you know, and then I distinctly remember us talking about... Um, Fight, like you said, fighting against the rocks. <laughs> and I distinctly remember that conversation and saying, well, we just got to, God has something better. He mm -hmm. must have something better, you know, not really knowing that whole, what that whole concept entailed, but just surrendering, saying, okay, Lord, you, you know, you know, and the best place to be is in the center of God's will. Yes. And so it's like, once we surrendered, he just provided, he just made a monthly, you know, substance for us to have and provided. And I mean, it would have yep. been, and that turned out to be better than me working and trying mm -hmm. to find daycare and all that, you know, it just, it just worked out so well. So God knows what he's doing yes, he does. and we just got to trust him. Mm -hmm. We got to trust him. Mm -hmm. 
that's part of our um, benediction affirmation statement in our church. The safest place to be is in, in the center of God's will. Yep. We say it every Sunday. That's why words have power. You got to yeah. be careful mm -hmm. with what you say and how you say things. That's so true. Yeah. I think we had this conversation. You notice I stopped saying I'm weak when I'm laughing uh, or I'm mm -hmm. dead because mm -hmm. that's no. Like Dad says, we speak life in this house. That's right. We speak life and life more abundant. And even in joking, I mean, sometimes we joke. Uh, we know yeah. we joke and have fun. But even in joking, those words have power. Sure yeah. do. Yeah, your life and death are in the power of the tongue. And it's cool. so true. Um, think about, um, we were reading the book, Asking It, and Asking It's Given. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so even in that book, it confirms what the Bible says about life and death being in the power of your tongue. Mm -hmm. If you're always speaking defeat, if you're always um, speaking brokenness or, you know, bad health, whatever, you attract those things into your life. And you, you're, you're saying, okay, this is what I want. But if you start speaking life, you start speaking joy, you start speaking contentment, you start speaking abundance, you attract those things into your life. Mm -hmm. And God's like, okay, that's what you're asking for. And he's opening that door and saying, okay, there you go. You can, you can have that, you know? So, yeah. Even in like our <laughs> affirmation statement, like what like we'll say like i am healed spiritually or i am healed physically like we won't be like i want to be healed spiritually or i want to be healed physically like we say i am like we make it very present i was thinking about that also from another jay shetty podcast where big sean was talking and he was saying it's better to say i am versus that i want because mm -hmm. when you say i want you acknowledge that you don't have it right you and so lack. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like in the book as well, ask, we need, ask, yeah, say that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, instead of focusing on having it, you focus on the absence of, of it, it. Mm -hmm. and that's why those words are so powerful. And even when you like step into your purpose, it's important to speak what you want to be and, mm -hmm. and put that into practice. Right. Yeah, and even Joel Osteen has a book of I am. It's called I am, oh. and he encourages you to say who you are. You know, the and you want to say, of course, the positive of who you are. You know, you know, I am rich. I am a child of the king. I am redeemed. I, you know, I am happy. I bring joy. You know, all these things. And he tells you to write them down. So if you, you know, ever have that opportunity, I recommend that book by Joel Osteen, I Am. Because by the time you do that, you feel so empowered and you feel, um, you feel what God has for you. Mm -hmm. And then that also helps guide you into your purpose. I'm talking too much. Absolutely. <laughs> this is good. This is good. We're going into, we're getting into something. I almost forgot what question we were on. Because this is a good, this is some tea. Some good tea. Healthy tea for you. Have you ever had any hesitations prior to walking into your purpose? Um, and if you feel comfortable sharing them, what were some of your hesitations? Uh, definitely, yes. Had some hesitations. Uh, who would ever want to preach God's word? Whoever, who would ever want to be a pastor or a preacher? Because it's, it's a job that's not high on the totem pole. It's a job that's looked upon as, uh, who are you to tell me what to do? It's a job that's, you know, it's it's, it's a job that nobody would want, and I I ran from it. So yes, I had some hesitations. Um, when I knew God was calling me, I ran, I ran, didn't want to do it. And I just kept getting confirmation after confirmation that it was what I was supposed to do. 
and finally I surrendered uh, to it. Yes, but yeah, I ran. Definitely had some uh, some running going on. Um, I can say, uh, far as preaching, I I didn't run from it. I kind of um, like accepted, it. but I had questions like, why me and why this and what's going to happen next and how is that going to be and like I had questions. And so um, for that, I didn't run from that. But I can say I did run from teaching because teachers don't make any money. <laughs> they don't. Amen. They really but, don't. But God just kept directing me through that. I I, I went through um, a master's program in administration and public policy. And all I could see is all the fallacies and all the corruption that was going on, not, not corruption, I'll take that back, the fallacies that were going on in the education system and how much I wanted to help and be a part of that. And then it's like, well, I don't want to change my major now because I'm almost done. But it just kept, you know, irking at me, edging me, edging me. And then what happens, you know, like two years later, I go be a teaching fellow and then I go into a teaching program. Wow. So, yeah. So, you know, you can try to fight what God has for you, but he's going to keep because <laughs> he needs you to yeah. be in that space. And so it's yeah, better but... to just answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and and even in that, in um, teaching, um, I was blessed because of the degrees. I was able to be a teacher on the higher pay scale. So that was helpful. Mm hmm. Yeah. So see, God again making provision. Making provision. Yep. Making won't provision. He, do it? he won't he do it. He, he said definitely. he would. He said he would. Oh, he will. And he will. <laughs> the minute you think you're gonna do something else, he's gonna be like, psych, you thought. <laughs> you got I got more for you. Mm -hmm. I got way more for you than you could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. Of course, the standing joke is that if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Mm -hmm. Period. Yeah, yeah. period. Yeah. Do you believe that someone has walked into their purpose if their journey is easy, like easy peasy lemon squeezy? Why or why not? I would say that's that's like a catch twenty two. That's hard to determine. I would say more than not. If if it's easy, then they're probably not doing um, exactly what God has called them to do because. There are going to be some challenges. There are going to be some uphill battles. There's going to be some things to climb over, some hurdles to jump, and some mountains to climb when you're in your purpose. It's not going to go smooth uh, to test you and to to see what's in you. And I believe that to be the case. For me, anyway, I can speak for myself. It, it has not always been easy. So I would say if someone has no difficulty, that doesn't mean they haven't been called, maybe they're just not seeing things clearly or not uh, in their calling completely. Mm -hmm. um, I kind I of agree with that. Um, if they're in their calling and it's so easy, what God does when you're in your calling is he develops you for the next level. So you have to come against some obstacle. You have to come against some challenge. You have to come against something that's going to take you out of your comfort zone, you know, um, if he's going to move you to the next level. And when you're in your purpose, he's moving you to the next level and he's preparing you. So maybe it may start off like, okay, yeah, okay, I think I can do this. And you're doing it, but then God's going to bring up challenges and obstacles that will 
remove the old person and develop a new skill in you or um, give you a new attitude, a new way of looking at it. He's going to um, put something in your path um, critical decisions. <laughs> there might be a critical decision in your path to change you in some way because he, he can't keep you as you are. Nobody comes into this perfect. He, he can't mm -hmm. keep you as you are. He's going to do something to challenge you, to take you out of your comfort zone, to um, give you an obstacle to overcome, to change your thinking, your attitude, so that you can become more of the person he needs you to be for the next level he's taking you to. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you said that, that God yeah. does it. Sometimes we think when challenges come and obstacles come, we think the enemy or the devil or mm -hmm. some outside force is doing it. But sometimes God will allow things to happen to strengthen us and to mm -hmm. build us and to mm -hmm. get us to the next level. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, He has to change us and metamorphose us. He can't, we can't still be the caterpillar climbing. Okay, well, I can climb up this wall. He wants us to spread wings and fly. And we can get there a lot faster flying. And um, if we're still like going on the ground and, you know, just scrubbing it. he That's not what he's preparing us for. He's always preparing us for the next level, the next position, the next purpose he has for us. So, yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead. And for a cap caterpillar to get to be a butterfly, mm -hmm. there's a process. You mentioned metamorphosis. Mm -hmm. There's a squeezing and there's a something that looks like death mm -hmm. in order for it to be able to fly. So yeah. sometimes we have to go through some dark things that mm -hmm. look like death. Mm -hmm. But then we have to ask ourselves, are we being planted or are mm -hmm. we being buried? Yes. Because there's mm -hmm. a difference. Mm -hmm. When you Ooh. bury something, you want to hide it. You want to get rid of it. You don't want mm -hmm. it to be seen. Mm -hmm. But it looks a lot like being planted because it's under the ground as well. Mm -hmm. But the purpose is different. Right. <laughs> and the outcomes are different. Yes. The outcomes are different. And, you know, and if you find yourself in that place and don't know am I being buried or am I being planted? You can always ask God to show yeah. you. And he'll do that. He'll liberally, you know, show you. Okay, Absolutely. I need you. Or he'll tell you what to do during that time and you'll know. Mm -hmm. Wow. If it's planted or buried. These are big facts. You know what that means, Dad? What does that mean? Big facts. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> colloquialisms 101. Mm -hmm. Or modern day. Ebonics one on one. Big facts means you drop the knowledge. That's yes. Uh -huh. Big knowledge. And like right. big facts means like emphasize. Like that's yeah. really important. Yeah. Definitely you. knowledge. You gotta take notes on. I got the receipts. No, the, no. the receipt. You got the receipt to reprove it. To approve it. Yes. You got the receipts to prove it. Experience are my receipts. What he's brought me through are my receipts. Yes. Ooh. Mm -hmm. What he brought you through are your receipts. Yes, right. There's a sermon in that. Yep. No, There's a sermon in that. Because that's not cap. That, <laughs> that's not cap. <laughs> Period. Per child. I don't say per. That's not really mine. But, you know, that's what some of the kids say nowadays. Okay. The kids. <laughs> okay, next question. How have you overcame your own obstacles? Or, to put it in present tense, how are you currently overcoming your obstacles? Oh, what a great segue from the last question. Um, lots of prayer. 
because now um, I, I feel like did the last thing God has asked me to do, but I, you get to a, like a place like, okay, I did that. Now what do I do? And so you pray and you ask God to help guide you. You ask God, you know, forgiveness where you missed the, the, the call or you missed the, the next step. Um, where you may have been dis, maybe you heard the next step and didn't think it was God and said, oh, I ain't doing it like that. And you thought it was not God. So you ask for, you humble yourself and ask for forgiveness and you ask God to um, clearly show you yes. what's next in your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then that's how you get over those obstacles. And the same with the buried or planted. That's how you know where you are through prayer. Mm -hmm. I wholeheartedly agree. When obstacles come uh, usually it's just before you get to the next level mm -hmm. so each level you're on mm -hmm. you know you start off as a student and you're learning and then you mm -hmm. become proficient at it and then there's some things that come that make you even better mm -hmm. and then before you get to the next level there's some giants that need to be conquered or something you need to fight mm -hmm. and it's an obstacle and how do you get over it um, very beautifully stated prayer trust in god that he brought you this far and he's not going to leave you. Mm -hmm. So you just trust him and wait for him to give you directions to help you get over the next hurdle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. one preacher would say, once you, you, like you've learned, you've gone through some things. One preacher would say that you go through a testing and that the master of the test or the person who gives the test is silent. And they want you to know what you have in you to get to the next level. Because it's already in there, but you need to know that it's in there and know that you know that you know. And that God has put it there for you to get to where you need to go next. Mm -hmm. Even if you think about, like, just using the analogy of school, like mm -hmm. when you are a student, like when you start in kindergarten, you're learning your ABCs, your one, two, mm -hmm. threes. And through that, that's all that you know as a kindergartner. So then ABCs and one, two, threes are going to be challenging to learn. And process and then once you get to the end of kindergarten it's like okay you know your ABCs and one two threes now you use that knowledge that you learned in kindergarten to apply to your next assignments in first grade mm -hmm. and then that's when you start doing addition and subtraction mm -hmm. and sentences mm -hmm. then when you go to second and third grade you start writing paragraphs mm -hmm. then paragraphs to essays mm -hmm. essays to papers like mm -hmm. it's like each time you move up a grade you are you get you have more knowledge because mm -hmm. of what you learned in that grade and at mm -hmm. that time it was challenging mm -hmm. because you just didn't know any better right but when you're in school you have the teachers and the resources to get you where you need to go mm -hmm. so then you can bring that knowledge and apply it to the next step mm -hmm. in the next grade and then when you do that it's like okay and as you get older and as you go up a grade you have more knowledge mm -hmm. and you can apply it like obviously as the adults that we are like we didn't just come out the womb just speaking right. in full sentences mm -hmm. and writing mm -hmm. full papers and even having these concepts. <laughs> he raised his hand. My dad raised his hand and was like, uh, actually, if you take it, I did. <laughs> but like, we didn't, you know, we didn't have like these paragraphs and these essays that we just came out speaking. We mm -hmm. had to like learn that lesson, apply it. And even in those grade levels, those things were challenging at that time. But right. now that we know better, we do better and use that knowledge and apply it to our lives every single day. Mm -hmm. And even post school, we right. learn more and more and more. So like just to tie into what you what you both were saying, that like 
um, you're going to keep going through obstacles, Mm -hmm. essentially. But these obstacles prepare you for what's next. And I'm so glad you said that. You said it beautifully, that basically each stage you go through prepares you for the next stage. Yes. Mm -hmm. So nothing is wasted. That's right. Nothing is wasted. Even even the bumped heads and you hit your head against the rock and the, the disappointments and the and the failures and the faults, yes. nothing is wasted because God is using all of that, good times and bad, to prepare you for what's coming next. Yes, yes. sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, and we and we don't want to um, continue just to look to next. We want to enjoy where we are in the journey right now. Mm-hmm. So even if we um, fall or fail, or we consider a failure, you know, I don't. I've I've learned not to um, consider it a failure. Yeah, you don't. <clears throat> Do the best you can. You don't you like you did your best and it's not what you thought it should be. But it's a learning opportunity to yeah, get it right the next time. Um mm-hmm. the y'all. Yesterday I did a little announcement about the Ministers Wives program coming up. And I beat myself up all night. It's like, oh man, I didn't tell them about the scholarships. I didn't tell them about the speaker, you know, I didn't do that. And it's like, okay, well. I have an opportunity to do that again because we're going to be on the radio on Monday. And that's probably why I woke up thinking it was Monday (laughs) and thought it was time to go to the KLDT. So, but you know, I I learned that um, even in what you may consider a failure, it's an opportunity to learn. And and hopefully you'll get a chance to, to improve or you know do better the next time or whatever but you also you always have that experience of learning from what happened and got to bring it around i always feel he does he brings us around the same mountain when we don't get it yeah always does mm-hmm. what do you love the most about stepping into your purpose for me it's because i know that i'm where god wants me to be and I know that if I'm there, then provision is there, safety is there, promise is there. That's the best part of work, stepping into to my purpose. Mm-hmm. And that is tailored to me. Like, mm-hmm. nobody else can do it the way I do it. Because God has put me, set me up to do it. And that's not being boastful or conceited. It's just to say that God is very specific. And he... Um, is a master orchestrator so he sets us up to to be in the best place possible for us to be the best persons possible i love yeah. that so that's probably the best part for me for you dad uh, please repeat the question again what is or what do you love the most about stepping into your purpose uh what i love most about stepping into my purpose is uh, basically the same thing uh, my wife has said that to know that I'm doing what God has ordained me to do. And it's nothing like it. Um, it's been said that if you're doing something you love doing, you never work a day in your life. And I love, I, mm-hmm. I am doing what I love to do. I love pastoring. I love um, preaching. And so I know God has got me right where I want to, not only where he wants me to be, but after you know, I stopped running from the call and accepted it, this is something that I want as well. Mm-hmm. So, yes. What do you love the least about stepping into your purpose? 
guess I'll go first again. Um, the least is um, the uncertainty, not knowing what's going to happen next, not knowing what, you know, exactly where to go, what to do. That, that, uh, that uncertainty is what um, I least like. But again, knowing that it's where God wants me to be kind of gives me confidence. Um, definitely the uncertainty. I got I got like control issues every now and then. I got to know everything. <laughs> I get that from you. I got to yes. know everything. Yes, you do. <laughs> Don't do it. Just take it. <laughs> I get that. I definitely get that from you, Mom. Uh, the least yeah. like, the least, the thing I like least about it is it is very time consuming. I mean, and I don't mind studying. I don't mind preaching. I don't mind staying up late, you know, spending hours working on sermons and uh, preparing stuff for church. But I could be, if I were to think about using all, all the time I spend in ministry, and if I were to do something else, I mean, that, that would free up so much time. Mm. But I would definitely say it's definitely time consuming. But I'm right where God wants me to be, and I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I love the, like, when y'all answered the questions, I noticed that you both smiled, <laughs> and you also both sounded very confident in what you were saying. Like, you were very sure that, like, this is your purpose, and you're very sure that, like, this has, you know, high and low moments, but the overall process and the overall purpose that you are walking in is still very beautiful. So Thank I love you. that you're very confident in that, in you, how Jesus. you say Thank it. God for that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. See, that's the receipt, see? The receipt. You can't say it with confidence if you didn't experience it, you know? These are facts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If you had the opportunity to restart or redo something in life, what would it be? Uh, if I had the purpose to restart or redo something, the opportunity, opportunity. Oh, definitely. I would, um, I would have put more effort into my basketball. Um, can't say career because never, it never got off the ground too much. <laughs> but um, you know, as a as a young person, I, as a young man, we got and men in general. Have dreams and aspirations of being professional athletes, and I always wanted to be a professional basketball player. And I just imagine if I had put more effort. I mean, I gave as much as I had, but if I had put in another hundred percent, it's possible that I end up right where I am now, preaching, not playing basketball. That's the job <laughs> where he wanted me to be. <laughs> but uh, uh, I would say, yeah, playing basketball and. After high school, I, I got a basketball scholarship to go to uh, Eastern Wyoming Junior College on a basketball scholarship. And, uh, and after that, I, mean, I got my AA degree in computer management science, but then that was it. I uh, didn't get called or um, signed, didn't get uh, called to go to Metro. When I went to Metro, they didn't, I wasn't playing basketball, just, just the educational piece. So I would have loved to put more effort into the basketball and see where that would have taken me. Mm. Yeah, I can agree. I, I I don't know if I have a regret on that. I, I could have done more in basketball, like stay on the team, 
it's like, I don't want to play with the hoop. Uh, I don't want to say the L word, but that's what I felt like. A little conceited and big in the head. <laughs> but I think that was part of the humbling um, that God does, you know. Um, um, let's see, something to do over. I would have wondered what it would be like to live in New York. Um, I I used to model and I was very good at it. Um, win contests and different things and and a lot of people were sure that was where I was going to go. But I was afraid to live in New York. I was afraid to do that. I was afraid to go overseas by myself and you know to like pursue it because my dad was like well the next step is to go overseas and i was like i don't want to go overseas where's the, what do you mean go overseas <laughs> and so it's like yeah then you would have to go overseas but i couldn't take like my parents there were people who like my agents stuff that would be my chaperones but it's like i don't know them you know but my you know my dad um namely my dad was one to trust that they were looking out for my best interest but anyway i i sometimes i wonder about that if i would have pursued um modeling and that would have been like in the 80s and during that time there weren't many black models um i had the opportunity to to walk with um ebony fashion fair and it was like i don't want to travel with those people <laughs> so the opportunity was there but i didn't I didn't go for it and sometimes I wonder what changes would have happened in my life or how things would have been different for me if I would have done that so yeah that that'd probably be the only quote regret but I I don't know I just still feel like God you probably still would have settled me in Colorado and <laughs> you know you know I don't know but I just sometimes wonder what that would have been like and to be in another country and mm -hmm. to to walk the runway and I don't know I I don't know I just think that the way things were at that time um the way they abused women and took advantage of them I think it, I would have went through a lot of trauma mm -hmm. and I don't know I think that would have shied me away from it and I probably still would be where I am today you know so anyway yeah yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, like, such great people. <laughs> so, you know, just accept what God has allowed to happen and be grateful we are where we are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Y'all, like, y'all hear that? They both said, I'd still end up where I, where I am today, <laughs> which just goes to show you can have all your plans all you want, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if it's not what he has for you. Hey. It's not, it's, it's not for you. That's right. You know, and I think now with um, you reaching out internationally and Talitha reaching out internationally, Timothy, there's there's still the opportunity to go international. And I could do it through your eyes and through your siblings' eyes. So, wow. yeah, and this time I'd be retired. I don't have to work for the money. <laughs> I don't work for the money. <laughs> <laughs> Hard for the travel. <laughs> Go through your guys. I can play basketball overseas. At the park. At the park. At the park. At the European park. Mm -hmm. The European rec center. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So I don't know. Sometimes I think about that, and I and every like my brother brought that up one time. He's like, oh, do you think you made the right choice? I said, yeah, I think that's what God wants me to do. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Shout out to my siblings. They're doing great things. They're yes. all doing great things. Mm-hmm. All reaching their own audience, stepping into their own path. We're all coming to an age where we're growing older mm-hmm. and we're in our young adult adulthood mm-hmm. and we're yeah. we're getting by and we have such great parents to thank for that. So getting by, y'all are succeeding. These yeah. are that. We are succeeding. Yes, blowing it up. And we are succeeding. We thank God for that. That's beautiful. Shout out to the game. Shout out to the game. Shout out to the game. We all have the first letter T. Yeah, I was gonna say Tobias and Theo. I didn't mention you guys, but I know yeah. you guys are in the midst of doing things, great things. The blue T is doing his gaming thing. So yep, sure. Theo's on his way. Yep, Theo's so, on his way. Mm-hmm. Talitha Jane. Yeah, Talitha Jane. The military. Timothy. Yep. yep. The gang's popping. Popping. The Jones gang's popping. Popping. Thank God for it. Good to see. This is good. I'm having a good time. Are you having a good time? I'm having a good time. I'm glad you're having a good time. I'm having a good time. It's so weird because I we have conversations like this all the time, like just as you know, mm-hmm. in the house. Mm-hmm. But like I'm actually have like we're having like a podcast episode, so it it feels different. But like after a while, it's like okay, we're just having like a conversation, conversation. like how we would in the yeah. kitchen or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm having yeah. a good time. What's something that you do for yourself to remind yourself that you are on the right path? Gratitude journal. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I don't do it every day. At one point, I challenged myself to do it for 30 days straight, and I did it. But then now it's like I I do a gratitude journal um, for different things. Like, like again, like yesterday, I have an opportunity to make an announcement for the public, for the minister's wives. Just, just different things. Um you know, grateful for the life of one of our evangelists um, who's going through a trying time right now. So just different things. Um, The gratitude journal to me helps humble me and lets me know that God still has his hand on it. He's still in control. And I'm just grateful to be a part of whatever he has going on. Just join him what he's working on. Yes. I would say um, to help keep me grounded and remind me what things I do to help me to think about um, where I am and how to, what was the question again? (laughs) 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 You just started talking and I'm so lost. What was the question? (laughs) 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 What did you think the question was at first? Things I do to, to remind myself of where I'm going. Yeah, keep basically, going. like, okay. what's something you do for yourself to remind yourself that you are on the right path? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would say uh, de- mile markers. Oh, okay. I look at mile markers because when you look back and see where, I mean, speaking for me personally, look back and see what God has done over my life, see some big milestones, some mile markers, then I, I know that if I look at those markers, I can see where God is leading and if I'm going in the right direction. And that helps me stay grounded and heading to where he wants me to go. I like that. Yeah, I do too. Well, I've asked this question a couple of years ago when we were on lockdown. Um, what would your Wikipedia page say about oh, you? <laughs> My Wikipedia page. 
uh, I would hope that my Wikipedia page would say, Servant of God. Ooh. Period. Point blank. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Emphasis. Yes. Yeah. I would hope that my Wikipedia page says something about loving children and teaching um, teaching women and children. I would hope. Yeah. Because I love kids. I do. Yeah. Kids are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they did they just gravitate to me so but i they like do. it i guess they, they do they do. <laughs> they, they do they know them they know there's a safe space there and there's love there so yeah you're very maternal too oh well, thank you like you have very nurturing energy to give to other other little people that need that because some of them don't get it in their own homes yeah so yeah, yeah to be, that i know yeah mm-hmm. to be that yeah. for someone else it that's a wonderful thing and they'll never forget that that's true that's you know true. i saw one of my students today at the grocery store did you you see your, yeah. you see your students at the grocery store all the time i see them all the time it's typically at the grocery <laughs> store too and she was she's like I saw you miss and then it's like well she had I was looking down so she saw my locks and she had just started locking her hair and she came to to say the compliment on the locks but then she said when she lifted her head she said oh that's miss and she did you know so we just started talking so it was good Aww. and it's always um it's always nice when they remember you and they come with you with a smile instead of like, I ain't talking to her, or they try to hide from you, <laughs> which means they didn't like you. <laughs> that just goes to show that type of effect that you had on her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's nice when they, yeah. <laughs> you don't lie. They don't lie. That's for sure. Um, all right. Well, before we have one more question and then we have our last minute gems. Um, so before we get into the last one of the gems, do you have any advice that you would like to give to my audience about walking into your purpose or anything that just resonates with you right now? Oh, I'm just looking at this scripture on the wall. Um, they who wait for the Lord mm-hmm. shall renew their strength. That's a good one. They yeah. shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They should walk and not faint. And that's all talking about having faith in your purpose. God will give you new strength. He'll renew you. Um, if you walk in him, he'll um, give you wings to mount up. Like we we're talking about that butterfly. You don't have to just be on the ground crawling for crumbs. He'll change you and give you what you need um, to soar and to soar with the eagle soar. Um, and then they that run shall not be weary. He'll give you strength. I remember one of my mentors used to say, just rest in the Lord. Just rest in the Lord. And I never knew what she meant, but now it's like I'm living in it. <laughs> so God gives you strength for the journey. He definitely does. And he gives you um, wisdom. And then, you know, walk and not faint that you won't, um, you won't pass out. You'll endure. What you go through, um, let it make you better and not bitter. And you'll endure. Yeah. Uh, my gem would be to just trust God. Just trust mm-hmm. it. Trust God. Trust the process. And it, it is a process to get from where you are to where you want to be. 
and know that obstacles are going to come. Um, when they do come, trust God. When you're unsure about next steps, trust God. When you find yourself between uh, rocks and hard places, trust God. Uh, when you don't know where you're going, trust God. Trust yeah, just trust him. It's, yeah. like, uh, it's about a relationship. Don't um, bypass the relationship. God wants to spend time with us. He wants us to enter into relationship with him. And as we work on our relationship with him, he'll direct our purpose. And when, uh, as, he, as he directs our purpose, trust him. Trust God. When in doubt, and, trust God. Yeah. And I just want to add to that. Um, we, we used to say this, uh, or even when you can't trace God, like you don't feel like you're hearing him or you, you don't feel like he's speaking to you. You trust him. Mm -hmm. Trust the last thing he told you to do. Even when you can't trace him or feel like you're not hearing from him, trust him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Before we get into the segment, just let the audience know that I am doing a new segment with my guests. Every time I have a guest on the show, we're going to do a segment called Last Minute Gems. So I'm going to give my guests a word and they have to explain what that word means to them or how this word applies to any advice that they have or whatever the topic might be in 60 seconds. And I will reveal the word to them prior, of course, prior to the 60 seconds, and then I'm going to time them. Since we have two guests, we have two minutes because we got two people. They have two words. I have one word oh, for the both of y'all. So you will both, so for this episode, because we've been talking about walking into our purpose and our calling, the word is purpose. Oh, okay. All right, I'm going to start the timer. Okay, ready, set, go. And you said purpose. So the first thing that came to mind to me was Jeremiah 29, 11. Um, for God knows the plans that he has for you to, to secure your future and for a purpose. So God, God, that's the thing that came to me. When we are looking for our purpose and we're looking um, to see what we are meant to be in this world, know that God has plans for you and it's for you to prosper and to be in good health. And he has a purpose for you. He, he's concerned about your future. Um, also concerned about his kingdom building, but within that, your future. So to me, purpose means um, committing your plans to Christ. Oh wait, that was that was like you finished fast. You finished oh, in like well, forty five seconds. Well, okay. Now he got tired. <laughs> All right. So now it's your turn to talk about purpose in sixty seconds. Whatever that means to you. Okay. Are you okay. ready? I'm ready. Okay. Ready, set, go. When I think about purpose, uh, one of the first things that comes to everybody's mind when you think about purpose is. What is God's purpose for my life? And before we can discuss what God's purpose is for your life or for my life, we must ask the question, what is God's purpose? Period. Period. What does God want? And uh, once we discover what God wants, then we can delve into what does he want for me? Uh, because the difference is when we know what God's purpose is, period, then we know which direction we should be heading in. And then as we head in that direction, God will show us what purpose he has for us. So when we talk about purpose, uh, purpose is not always easy. 
when you're stepping into your purpose, there are some things that are going to um, be difficult. There are going to be some things that are challenging, but whether it's difficult or challenging or not challenging, you keep steadfast on your purpose. Hi, that was right on time. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you, parents, for being on my podcast. It's yes, been such more than more than a pleasure to have you on my show. We have enjoyed it. Thank yes, you for having wonderful. us. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much, Pastor Frank Jones and Evangelist Dr. Tawana Jones, everybody, aka Woo-hoo. my parents. I am their offspring, along with four other people that are also their offspring as well. Yes. Um and two dogs. And two dogs. They also have the letter T as well. Yes. So and, and a fish. And a cat. And and a no, cat. we don't have a cat. Oh, we don't have a cat. And a billy goat. <laughs> a billy goat. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> so uh we have some things because you know like whenever i have a guest y'all know like i like to showcase anything that they have going on or anything within their own platforms that they want to share so i'm going to give them the space to talk about some of the things that they are doing right now as pastor and first lady slash evangelist that they like to talk about um uh, some of the things that we have coming up, and I'll save like the pastor anniversary to pastor, but for me, um, um, I've become the uh, president of the Ministers Wives, Denver Local Ministers Wives, Ministers Widows, and the vice president of the state, Colorado Ministers Wives, Ministers Widows. And so one thing we have coming up is our annual luncheon on April 30th, Saturday. Um, at that luncheon, we'll have a speaker from Greater St. John Church. He's a wonderful speaker. We're going to be talking about overcoming monumental challenges through the pandemic. Tools and things that we've learned through the pandemic that we want to share with everyone else. Um, there's a lot of technology that was learned, use of technology. We want to um, expose how some people were blessed during that time. And we don't want to forget that there were lives that were lost and lives that were changed but we want to take out the good things that happen that's why we say overcoming we also want to highlight um, we have six students that will be getting the Ollie D. Bearfield Scholarship, the Dr. Ollie D. Bearfield Scholarships, and we've expanded it not just for kids that are going to college but also those who are going to trade schools because we found during the pandemic that people that drive trucks for instance needed to still work and they kept our country going um people that were like electricians and plumbers and this and that they also have the uh, opportunity to have good jobs and careers in those fields and we want to encourage them to pursue that if that's what their pursuit is um during that uh conference we'll have lunch we'll also present a few community awards for those who were in media um in the traditional publication media who also came through the pandemic successfully and have like kind of um, tweaked and changed their gears to be relevant in this day and age. So join us April 30th, that's the Ministers Wise and Ministers Widows, to, at 10 o'clock we'll be at the Arise Church right off of Montview and um, Central Park. Tickets are $40 and you can find those on Eventbrite. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to showcase, spotlight what we're doing. Um, we are the pastor and first lady of God's Will Christian Fellowship, yes. and our church meets at 3500 Forest Street uh, in Denver, Colorado, 80207, on Sundays at 1215. 
And so we love if you're in the city or if you're not in the city and want to fly here, please do. <laughs> Services are on Sunday at 1215. Uh, this coming Sunday, of course, is uh, the, the 17th. I'm not sure when this will be aired, but of course, the 17th is Resurrection Sunday. It'll be out. It'll be afterwards. After this. Yeah. And then on the 24th is our eighth uh, pastoral and first lady anniversary. Uh, we're, I'm excited about it. We've got some special guests coming. Uh, Apostle Lawrence Powell and Dr. Sandra Sol uh, Dr. Sandra Powell mm -hmm. are coming to be our special guests in the Soul Care uh, Church family. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, we have our food banks uh, usually every second and fourth Saturdays. Mm -hmm. So if you're hungry or know someone who's hungry and wants some food to eat, please come out. And on Saturdays, second and fourth Saturdays between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Yes, you can also catch us online mm -hmm. at God's Will Christian Fellowship Ministries and catch us on Facebook Live for our Sunday School at 9, our church services, or even our Bible studies. And sometimes we have clips from the food bank, so you can reach us there too. Mm -hmm. yep. And Tab has been so it. gracious to, uh, she's going to post that information on her podcast site, mm -hmm. so please see that. Check us out. Yep. Yes. It'll be in the description of the, it'll be, the links will be in the description of the episode and they will also be available on Instagram. So I will post when this episode comes out in particular, it'll be with the same post of the episode post. So you will see the flyer, you'll see all the links for everything that was mentioned. So you guys can check that out on your own time. And yeah. What's one other thing? Yes. Um, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I would love to introduce you to him. Best friend to ever have. Yes. Yes. They're great at doing that. Very, yes. Mm -hmm. He's, yeah, very, very great. Very, very great. Y'all, this is my pastor. He's my dad, but he's also my pastor, too. He's my pastor. <laughs> so... That's right. So, we Baptists. We Baptists. <laughs> 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 we are Christian. Christian church, non-denomination. Christian church, yes. And we'd love to introduce you to Christ. It's not a bunch of do's and don'ts, but it is a bunch of um bunch of relationship getting yes yeah. and learning about Christ. Mm -hmm. Come as you are. Come as you are at your own pace. God'll take you just like that. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you once again for being on my show. I can't wait for y'all to listen to this. I hope that you take some notes because that's all you can take from my parents is notes. <laughs> and thank you for watching this episode. And I will see y'all next week. Yes. Bye. 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 Ciao for now. That's for chill. Start a fire. <laughs> <laughs>